0: The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. When my father arrived there as a young professor in 1919, the University of Notre Dame was poor in wealth, but rich in spirit. Today, unfortunately, it's the other way around. Yes, Notre Dame is rich in wealth. The campus has more building projects than Washington, D.C., the most prosperous city in the country. Yes, rich in wealth, but today, Notre Dame has put the spirit in the back pew. Charles Rice, longtime professor of constitutional law at Notre Dame, has just authored a fascinating book, Right or Wrong. It contains a collection of his columns that were published in the student campus newspaper over the course of 40 years. Dr. Rice reveals in his new book a very unnoticed and unwelcome trend. In 1950, Notre Dame's alumni magazine actually bragged that the university had a very meager endowment. Sure, it got lots of donations, but the university directed those funds towards the students to keep the tuition low. All that began to change in the 1960s when Notre Dame decided to get off the Catholic track and get on the fast track. In 1967, Notre Dame's president, Father Ted Hesberg, led dozens of Catholic university presidents who signed the famous Land Lakes Statement. It was a Declaration of Independence for Catholic Universities from the Catholic Church. Dr. Rice discusses this landmark event at length in his earlier book, What Happened to Notre Dame. Why did the fighting Irish fold its Catholic tent and evict the Catholic Church and its teaching authority from its campus and curriculum? Notre Dame made that decision because Lyndon Johnson's Great Society programs included for the first time mammoth financial outlays for universities, as long as they weren't religious. At the same time that Notre Dame told the Pope to stay in Rome, the fighting Irish found a new home in the halls of Congress. They placed an increasing emphasis on getting government grants, lots of them. And then something perverse began to happen. As Notre Dame's government aid began to flow in the 1970s, the university started lobbying Congress, with other universities of course, to lower the bar for student loans, allowing more prospective students to get federally guaranteed loans for tuition. As Jack Kemp pointed out long ago, when you subsidize something, you get more of it. And when the government subsidized college tuition, you got a lot more college tuition. So Notre Dame's tuition has increased at twice the rate of inflation since the 1970s. Today's Notre Dame students routinely graduate with debts of $100,000 and more. And that's just undergrad. Undergrad. Imagine a bright-eyed Notre Dame graduate who decides to go to law school at Georgetown. There, she meets and falls in love with a Boston College grad, hopefully a boy. Each of these fine young Catholics has borrowed less than half of their tuition, but they still have $100,000 in undergraduate student loans to pay off. Remember, that's $100,000 each. They borrow less than half their law school tuition. That still adds another $100,000 in student debt for each of them. Now they decide to get married. But these days, if you read the papers, you'll find that only one of them will get a job in the law. They want to get married. They want to get work. They want to buy a house. And altogether, they will be over half a million dollars in debt. Are they going to be open to life? Will they think that they can afford to have any children at all? I wonder why don't Catholic colleges give special scholarships to kids from big families? When Father Hesburgh became president of Notre Dame in 1952, its endowment was seven million. Today it is seven billion dollars. Notre Dame considers itself the premier. Catholic University. Well, why doesn't Notre Dame take the lead with Catholic universities and encourage the best and the brightest Catholics in the country? After all, that's who the students think they are. Why not encourage them with economic incentives to be fruitful and multiply? Notre Dame has enough money to finance its own student loans and give big discounts to kids from big families. It can even give rebates to graduates who have big families. Charity begins at home, folks. So what about it, Fighting Irish? This is Christopher Mannion. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Footnote, Catholic insights from the culture wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.